evening, November Foxtrot. How are we all doing? Howdy. Hot. He changed quite it's awful. Yeah, I found <laughs> these just under my desk and they are scratched to buggery. <laughs> evening, Rage. Fresh meat. Yeah, we were early for a change. Uh, at one minute two, I was like, we've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Rebel. Well, I have refused to be berated by Rage again this week. Hi, Harry. Early. It, well, oh. well, it amuses me. So all the comments come through on like a, a chat screen and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at them, and they all bang on, say eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Everyone's going, "Oh, you're early, you're early." Yeah. <laughs> eight o'clock. <laughs> eight o'clock. No, not early, not late. Exactly when I meant to arrive. Exactly that. Exactly that. So how are you both doing? Yeah, all right. Tired. Very well. <laughs> very, very well, sir. Have you been doing anything to make yourself tired, or just just lack of sleep? Uh, oh, so going down that road already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to walk the dog, and then I looked at my phone and was like, "Oh sh shit, I've got five minutes to get back to get logged on." And then I'm chatting it's to what? Rage as well. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not chatting to Rage on message. I'm like, "Oh shit, <laughs> hang on a minute." <laughs> so the dog's lag being dragged behind. <laughs> yes, cockheads. Uh, hi Andrew. Hi Kevin. Uh, Harry Badger says, "And Lance is on top." Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Always. Change it. Oh, sorry. All right, hang on. That's because... oh. oh, that's better. Oh, I wonder why I was getting a headache. I like sharing it with the fox. <laughs> Just getting a nosebleed. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, we'll start off this week's show with uh, an email that we've had from Hayden Taylor. So, Ooh. Hayden, thanks for getting in touch. Hey guys, I was listening to uh, the podcast lately and was reminded that I have this picture to share. And this is so Hayden has very kindly sent the picture. And this, this is, is the picture that he had to share. <laughs> Look at that. Just a, a full that. ensemble. What can I say? Which I particularly enjoy the short shorts with uh, the long boxes underneath. <laughs> they are they, yeah. they, they are the Under Armours uh, keeping the boys well inside the barracks. Um, <laughs> they were incredibly short shorts. <laughs> yes. there's, the, there's an awful lot of real estate on show there. <laughs> They are very short shorts. They are very short shorts. To be honest, I'm loving that shirt. That was a, that was me and Mr. That Kettles. Is... My dear friend Mark went to the Arabs Weekend Airsoft Rants and Bants Society. Um, played a civvy pop, causing trouble, getting tasered by police. It was very. It was a very good weekend. <laughs> I was actually. I think I was actually tasered over the sandals. But you know, there's a lot of hatred for those shoes. Um, but I, I enjoyed them. <laughs> was it the shoes or the socks and the shoes? And no, my shoes, is... let's, let's be honest, they are sandals. Yeah, for the, for those, they are sandals. Um, we obviously have a non-visual uh, audience as well, so uh, we are sitting here looking at a picture of Lance in his poo chair in uh, a variety of clothes. I'm not even going to call it a loadout. It's a variety of clothes. <laughs> that is a that is a, a genuine civilian. That is what a tradition... If you were to type in civilian on Google, that picture would come up. That is your typical <laughs> I would say civilian. That's, I, that's, I'd say that's Florida man. That is, isn't it? That's the start of... <laughs> Florida man gets caught in woods, and that's yeah, the picture that's, they would have up. Yeah. Yeah. Hands that's, up. That's, what do you want me yeah. to do about it? His mate Shane has just gone, should we throw some petrol on something? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? I'm, a, I'm high as fuck. I don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Hayden, for that picture. That's lovely. Very yeah. nice. Um, we also right. had a review came in. Um, now, this actually came in in April. Um, oh, because glad you, glad I am you really good at spotting these things. <laughs> You're on it. <laughs> yeah, totally on it. So uh, if you'd like to send us a review, please feel free to do so, and we will yeah. come back to it in a few We'll read time. them out next March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so this one actually came in from. Um, I've lost what accent it. are you going to do it in? Uh, well, he didn't leave an accent to do it. So this one came in from Edward Donald, oh. who we all uh, otherwise know as Silly Gilly. Nice. Um, he says, "Getting into <laughs> um, no, hang on. Edward needs to be a posh. He definitely needs a posh accent. Yeah, I, I think you should do a bit. Prince getting into Milsim. Need advice on beard lengths? This show is absolutely for you. I've been watching these guys for a year now and really love it. Very open to any questions you have and very helpful insights on kit advice, Milsims, and science. Science. So thanks, Ed, for that. Much appreciated. Very nice. Thank you very much, sir. Lovely accent, Mike. One of your best." That was that was the best one. one I was kind of hoping one. for the Queen though, as it's uh, the Jubilee tomorrow, isn't it? Well, I won't or be like posh. I mean, uh, hello. Uh, I just like that, isn't it? Hello. Yeah. hello. That's it. That's all I've got. Uh, That's all I've got. That's all she says. Ooh. Hello. hello. Mark, Mark's just dropped uh, dropped in. Evening, gents. Just thought I'd pop in and say hello before I go out for the uh, with the other half to the cinema to watch Top Gun. Oh, oh yeah, some that. good reviews about that film. That is uh, getting well received. Absolutely. Yes, I look forward to seeing that. Not you two at the cinema. I mean, the film itself. Yeah, that'd oh. be weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly close, just eating popcorn. Not even facing the screen, just looking at Mark, <laughs> Mark and his missus with popcorn. <laughs> just like kneeling up on my chair, turning around at him. Right. With a, with a green screen behind him and a laptop in front of him, so he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, putting this your is definitely film not away. the place to host a podcast in the middle of the yeah. cinema. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Kenny Rebel on the photo says, thought it was Moses on a stag do with those sandals. <laughs> could well have they could well have belonged to him, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, James C <laughs> says, they're not Rhodesian bush stroke short shorts. But they're not Rhodesian bush stroke short shorts. They're not, mate. Bush, no. Bush shook. I, I, yeah. Bush. I'm trying to say, I'm try- I want to say it in a South African accent, but I don't at the same Go time. <laughs> But they are not. Let's, let's be honest. This show is nothing but bad shorts, accents, yeah. mate. <laughs> mate. This is a, this is what this is. That's the foundations of this podcast is bad accents. Yeah. As long as you bring snacks, uh, absolutely, mate. I'll bring snacks all day long. Me? No. I don't do accents like at all. I can do London, or or Hemel oh. <laughs> Hempstead. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Philip. Thanks for joining. Oh, morning, Phil. Morning. Coffee and toast, mate. Coffee and toast. Get on it. On the review, Kenny says you need elocution lessons. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and Harry says a uh, uh, born posh Mike best accent yet. So, born posh Mike. There we go. There we go. Hi, Richard. Did you join as well? Even Rich. Um, right. So I wanted to start this week off. Um, this is obviously a general a song. Q&A. Yeah, so if you want to throw a, a question in the chat, feel free to do so. Uh, if you could just add a cue to the beginning, um, this whole episode will be about chats. Um, if you are listening back to this as well, because we actually do have quite a lot of um, podcast listeners, it would appear. Um, hmm. So if you want to get involved with any of the live shows in the future, but obviously can't, for some reason, then feel free to obviously get in touch. Um, I'll get this out of the way early, but you can uh, ping any questions and that over to our email at nofochat at hotmail.com. Uh, message us at Instagram uh, at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo, or you can also drop us a message on our website. Uh, and we can actually we compile those 
sort of end of time period between general Q and A's as well. Yeah. Um, or so feel free to something to ask. Give us a shout. Or you can message yeah. us directly. Message us directly. Nothing. Which is this one. Yeah. At cool side underscore cool mask. At the at the underscore unpunished what? underscore one underscore what? What? What are you, underscore what are you, underscore. What are you what are you dribbling on about? <laughs> um, the haircut's gone to his head. <laughs> right, reaches so, in any of those ways. Oh, okay, <laughs> just made it That's clear as mud. This this is what I want to talk about. This is the ASPC airsoft plate carrier from Novrich. Uh, it is 169 euros, um, which I think equates to about 150 quid. Um. Yep, 144 pounds. Uh, and this plate carrier is basically, from what I gather, to be designed for the maximum amount of aeration that you can possibly get. So, be it the uh, the actual molly panels, if you notice, they've all got the, the little holes in there as well. It's comprised of sort of like a, a, a mesh internal. Mm. Handy um, for straining spaghetti if you forget your colander. Very handy <laughs> for straining spaghetti. And then the actual plate itself... Uh, is also sort of featuring this hexagonal mesh. Um, it's apparently designed by, as uh, you can read on the screen, it's designed by ex-military professionals in Vienna, Austria. Uh, it deals with the E-Sappy uh, Sappy M plate size. Uh, you've got a variety of colours. You've got green, cruise cutter, which I can't click on, clarity brown, black, ACP, and ACP Tropic. Um, yeah, so what do we think, gents? Is this is this something that you might be interested in? Um... um... No, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, 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 first glimpse, it. I don't know. Can make it's, the bit bigger. It's not right. blowing my skirt up. Uh, yes, I can try to. I'll tell you what. I'll. I'll. This is the blueprint. Um. All oh, right. So you can make your own. Nice. Yeah. You yeah can just cut, cut it out. out. <laughs> then you can just around an action man. All you require yeah. is uh, two uh, <laughs> two empty cereal boxes, a uh, <laughs> bit of sticky back plastic, and some yogurt. Pot. Um. <laughs> I don't actually have the ability to make this bit. Or maybe I'll, oh, there you go. I can do that. Look. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I get it. I mean, it's sort of. It, yeah. I don't it comes know. With the little Novrich logo there. Well, well, that's it. That's, I've sold on that now. That changes things. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's a plate carrier, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. You what can't. Do you... Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, there's, I mean, I, I love my Warrior DCS one, and he's got his new, his new uh, shebang. Yeah, yeah, Adrian which is awesome. But that's I mean, the Warrior DCSs are good, but you know, in terms of ventilation, they're obviously still a standard plate carrier. They've got, you know, yeah. I mean, I get, I mean, solid I, panel. I get the theory behind it. I mean, yeah, cool. I mean, I doubt them plates will stop a seven six two, will they? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't stop a bloody tennis ball, would they? <laughs> You know what you could do with it, though. If you know what you could do with it is, if you've got a big tray of like soapy water, you could lay the plate in it and then make millions of bubbles. <laughs> yeah, hexagonal <laughs> bubbles. I don't. I think for airsoft, I think it would be quite good. But what we well, let's be honest. Cover. I'm not yeah. being funny. That that is the premise of this podcast. <laughs> if yeah. we, but, no, yeah. I think this would be brilliant for um, Ukraine situation at the moment. It will keep them all well, really well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's now it's getting to summer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I think it's a cool idea. Um, but from the aesthetics, I, I don't know. I, just, I don't like all the holes in the front and that. I, I, I can see that being a snagging. You can get that can get caught. Yeah. 
how strong also, is that material in, in the middle bit there, you know? Also, as well, everyone just ladens their front up with like ammo pouches, which aren't breathable. Yep. So this is an admin pouch, which isn't breathable. A backpack, which isn't breathable. Well, so after that, what's the point? The plate is a good idea. Particularly interesting because you can actually buy the pouches as well, Holy which pouches. also come <laughs> with the with the. I holding. mean, literally, it's very funny. But if um, you did fall in a lake and got out, it, you would instantly run drain water out, wouldn't it? I mean, drainage is not an issue for this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we're saying this is only appropriate for Pete Brewer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Brewer should be all over this. It's when he brings out a boot, doesn't it? <laughs> breathable <Yeah>. holes. <laughs> breathable, breathable, holy boot. Yeah, yeah Lance, Lance has beat you on that with his uh, sandals. Yeah, Sorry, right, yeah. Not just, just, just rock up. Yeah, just, yeah, just get the punished one sandals, mate. They will be uh, coming, <laughs> yeah. to, coming to an online store near you soon. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to profess, so the, one of the things on this I did quite like, the uh, actual buckles on this are magnetic, um, so you don't have any sort of fiddling around with them. You literally just bring the two together, it, it, it holds in place, and then you have a release system to then release it. So once it's in place, from what I can gather, it's kind of locked in, um, but the magnet just kind of grabs it together quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only, what, another 10 or more than a Warrior DCS? Um so if you are getting that much more breathability, and you know, if you don't load the whole thing up fully, then obviously you're going to get more breathability anyway. Yeah. How strong are those magnets? Because well, um, must be someone, someone will tell me if I'm wrong, but I th- don't the heavier weights have metal filings in the BBs? So if they shoot you, if it's strong enough, it just automatically hit you in the chest every time. I, 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 I'd also love it if we went prone and then got up and you had about 19 grenade pins stuck to your ribs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <fucking> magnets. <laughs> Bollocks. I get the impression it's not, not necessarily a strong option with you two. <laughs> or, you could, or, you, or you could get shot at with a buckshot shotgun and <laughs> all of them <laughs> wouldn't necessarily have to shoot at you just near near enough for the magnet to feel to pick it up but to pick up the buck and just bring it on in <laughs> <laughs> i am completely uh, taking the piss by the way that, that happened, yeah yeah you know, you, know, you know what i'm saying yes um, we don't contone buckshot at airsoft events <laughs> absolutely that <laughs> No I know. Um, I know. I do know a couple of people that have gone out and bought the uh, the Knobridge bike carrier. So, um, genuinely, be interested to if you could give us a bit mm. of a, a lowdown or a little bit of a review on it because it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, how it works out, basically. Compass, yeah. compass within the other magnet. Ooh. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that's oh, not north. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that's not north. Uh, it is now. <laughs> Any more questions? Can we keep getting lost? <laughs> Marky Mark said it's also not good if you've got a pacemaker. (laughs) 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 Right. um, Ray says, why do you have a dead cat next to you, Lance? All right, Derek. All right, Derek Akora. What do you mean, dead cat next to me? (laughs) Jesus. Isn't Derek dead now as well? Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's Derek's cat. Derek, come and get your cat. Derek's cat. cat. Yeah. Thank you, Sam, and all that jazz. <laughs> um, oh, uh, building the custom-built plate carrier would be, uh, be like Tracy Island from Blue Peter. Mark Devine says, you need your Blue Peter badge from that picture. So, okay. Absolutely. You're all right tonight. I feel like you're having a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> I, feel like, I, feel like, I feel a competition coming on. Um, who can make the best homemade plate carrier? 
<gasps> yeah. All right, yeah, done it. Are we, are, we, are we involved with this? Right. For our yeah, 100th episode, uh, if you can make your own custom plate carrier, send it to us. Extra points for the weirdest materials used. Um, build a full, full loadout photo with it on. Only a plate carrier, though. I'm not going... No, no, just bonkers. just a plate carrier. I'm not building helmets and yeah. nonsense although, like that. Although, if anyone makes a full custom suit of armor out of like Carwall or something like that, that'd be quite funny. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and if me. anyone can make a spaghetti one, I'll. If anyone can make a plate carrier and successfully strain <laughs> spaghetti through it, yeah. even better. Because <laughs> I think but there's yeah. a market for it. If I'm honest, build your custom plate carrier, send us a picture, and then the best one we'll we'll send out a prize to. Mm. Um, I'm sure we can come up with something. Yeah. Oh, we'll I see you the dead cat now. Room, it's a monkey. I've only just noticed that. Hey, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> this is my little present to Dale. Who we've, uh, it's a little orangutan. This is my present to Dale. I was hoping he'd be listening, so I was going to, I was trying to show it. But there we go. Can't How long has that been there? I didn't even notice. It's been up and down. Twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the monkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this episode went. Wait, can we? Can we, we need a soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, we do not need a soundboard. <laughs> yes, we do. It's a you can download here. them on your phone. <laughs> come right, come on. We're, we're 20 minutes puppy. in. We've talked crap for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, Kenny Rebel and Marky Mark have both asked a very similar question How to grab a nofo patch and patches? How do we get them? Uh, oh. So there is a posted. Uh, a pinned post, sorry, on our Facebook. Um, basically, it's, it's a long with your process. I'll repost it up on Instagram as well. Um, the easiest way to get them from us is when you see a certain event. Um, I usually have a load on me. Uh, after this weekend, some of the, the other two are going to have some of them on them as well. Um, they cost £7 a patch. Uh, we've tried to keep that as cheap as possible. But all the money made basically goes back into the podcast. So we're not making any money from them. It's purely to do with covering the cost of this um and if we do ever make any uh profit on it then all the any profits basically going to go back into this for prizes um yeah. it's a not-for-profit thing we're not we're not doing this to generate income so yes uh, as rage says uh, purely for the love yeah bills, I keep freezing. You realize that by now <laughs> yeah. not sure um yeah, you yeah froze so basically in. if you want to get a patch uh get in touch uh simplest way there, so there is a sheet on there um it's probably easier if you just let us know, and then we can sort of maybe try and work something out a bit easier. Um, we'll have some this weekend at Defiant. Yep. Defiant this weekend. Get in there, boys. Have some stickers as well. Uh, exciting. Yay. Lads, lads, lads. Uh, <laughs> that was <a> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, Richard uh, Nelson, here's a technical one. Any ideas why my high capper hammer will not lock back? Any common faults with them? Would it be something to do with the leaf spring? I've got a high capper. I've never encountered that before. My actually, my high capper is currently at Empire Airsoft. So, have you? I have this problem. Have you got the um, DOR? Because if you have got the DOR, you need to strip it and give it a spray uh, with some silicone grease, because they uh, they dry out very quickly. If you haven't, mm. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> it's yeah. only that it's only that I know that mine does that. We'll slide into your DMs for one. There we go. Look at that. Bit of tech in. Love that. <gasps> don't we like that, Mr. Orangutan, don't we? Yes, we do like yes. <laughs> I could do some ventriloquism. Right. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. 
Mike's Hello. lost the will to live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the it was the one I saw. It was a ventriloquist act, and then it was he said, "Oh, started doing this during the pandemic," and he just put his face mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah, this is my friend. <laughs> Oh dear. Mm. I quite like that actually. That's that's, that's quite clever. So yes, it was quite funny, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well right. done, Lance. Thank you. Next question comes in from Rage and he asked this earlier to do with our post on Instagram. What's the knife that's on your plate carrier, Andy? Oh yes, I did answer that. Uh it's, it's just that hang on, it's only here. In the words of Phil, that's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a just a, a rubber one for my sneaky sneaky kills it's got a bent tit at the moment so round corners yeah it'll get solid <laughs> but um a few sites don't let you chuck these anymore just to be warned i'll put one on a lanyard <laughs> or one of the retractable ones yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you know, yes. the, the back of the ring, and then you just go straight back to your hand. It's um, it's 15, 20 quid off eBay. They come with a little holster, which is shite. Um, <laughs> so I threw the holster and kept the knife. <laughs> so, just gets wedged in the molly. Yeah, it just gets yeah. wedged in. Yeah. I, um, I bought something similar to that, and in the handle, there's a little uh, sort of section of round, like, metal bar. Um. So when I when I bought mine, I basically took the whole thing apart and I put a bit it's of frozen. paint over the metal bar because it had gone rusty. Oh, right. Who's fro- have I frozen? You just yeah, froze you again. Me back. I'm not frozen on mine. I don't understand this. Well, you won't freeze um, yourself. It's not real life. It's frozen through yeah, the internet. I'm running the stream, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, but you don't, you don't just suddenly chat away and go, oh, okay, I'm again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, right, that um, or something? My inner Wi-Fi is playing buggery. This <laughs> my inner Wi-Fi. <laughs> with Got the, with the line. Um, there's the little bar in there. My mine had gone rusty as well, and it was like rattling around in the knife. So I um I basically took it out, painted it over with a coat of paint, um, put it back in the knife, and then I used hot glue to kind of seal it all in. That worked quite well. Sorry, I'm just copying your screen freezes. <laughs> it's frustrating if this asshole because I I have no. Ah, control. Really, <laughs> just sit like that. Just, you just got to keep one pose now. Yes. The trouble is, I don't know when you've frozen or when you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So those knives are quite good, basically. Yeah, they're all right. I did, especially one, a lot it, of places. It got to now. the point where it really did start to hook over. Yeah. You know, which was no good. There are a lot of places now. Don't let you. Radio aerial is the best thing. Radio aerial. Chop. Mr. Mean, Kettle's uh, got many a, many a kill of a radio aerial before. Yes, yeah. <laughs> radio kill. Finger gun. That's another good one. Straight in the back. Knife kill. All oh, right, there, nice one, mate. And Mike's like, oh. Yeah, just don't refer to it as a finger blast because then you just like... <laughs> Marshall, I did get my finger blasted. <laughs> uh, sorry, you did what? Uh, no, I didn't do that. Uh... Yeah. Sorry, children. Oh, oh, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next question. <laughs> oh, what? There's questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got questions. There's loads of questions. So, um, uh, what YouTubers do you watch? So, this one came in on Instagram earlier today. What YouTubers do you watch? Myself. 
That's pervy, a lot that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alphonse, I'm quite a big fan of because, well, the American LMG legend he is. Um, but that's about it. I've kind of given up watching YouTube videos now. Mm. Like, because it just seems to be clickbait a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah, it's a fair one. I mean, I for me, I mean, I don't watch a great deal of airsofty ones. I like um, I like Silly Gilly's uh, comical ones, the dancey screen freeze and mm. stuff he does. That's quite cool. I enjoy that. It's a good laugh out of that. But a lot, I mean, a lot of ones I do is like the wild camping and the bushcraft and stuff like that. I enjoy them a lot. Um, for example, uh, Simon, a bloke in the woods. He's a good guy to watch. Uh, TA Outdoors, um, prepared uh, the prepared pathfinder. He's wicked. Does some great stuff. So yeah, pick up little tips and tricks for the like. Uh, tarp setups and things like that, and sort of field craft. Uh, yeah, definitely the uh, the prepared pathfinder is a uh, really good, really good stuff. There he does well worth a watch. What about I you, Mike? I liked um, Matt Musketeer for a while. I sort of watched. The yeah, he was quite good. Um, I don't think he generally tends to do anything anymore. But to be honest with you, the only kind of airsofters I watch are literally Silly Gilly, um, and uh, airsoft. Nation, what's no? Uh, oh, this is really bad. AATV. Mm. Oh, of course, yeah, Anvil, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just because. I... Oh, actually, that reminds me. I haven't watched his new PMC video that's out recently. Mm. I need to watch that. I just, I just find some of the stuff he puts out because it's, it's obviously, sign of a similar vein to what we do. I mean, it, his is a lot more kind of involved with the loadouts and stuff like that. Mm. Which obviously, I like the history side of it. I like, yeah, the, exactly. I like the history. I, I find the, I the, stuff from his. Um, mm. Not that I don't learn stuff from Ed's as well, just to clarify. Um, <laughs> but then in terms of other YouTubers and stuff like that, I watch a lot of Paul Messner uh, with the backpacking kind of side of things because I'm not a huge backpack camper necessarily, but obviously a lot of what we do, I think, transitions in from backpacking a bits and pieces like that. So I like watching various videos along those lines, just, just basically mm. to kind of eye up backpacking kit that then we could then use... I think it's, it, all, I mean, it all helps. It's all an outdoor mm. sort of sport type thing, isn't it? You know, essentially you're out under this under the canopy for a day or two or three days or whatever it might be. You can, the equipment you're going to be using is going to be relatively the same in some cases, maybe perhaps different colours. Obviously, we'll be using more camos and, and, and mm. drabs and things like that. Um, but, you know, essentially it's the same sort of kit. So, yeah, it's wicked, wicked advice and point, especially the bushcrafters, the way they set their tarp shelters up and stuff like that. I mean, some of the configurations is mind blowing. Yeah, really there, there is a good one. Um, Steve1989. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. He eats MREs from around the world. Yes, yes. And I he eats, eats like 1940s ones and things like oh, that. Oh, that's right. I think yeah. I've stumbled across a couple of them. I'll, I'll put the link up after this. I'll tell you what, some of the videos that he comes out with are are really good oh, um, quality. absolutely cracking like he did a 1949 raf emergency ration pack and he literally oh, ate the whole nice. lot yeah and ate the whole lot and i was like legend <laughs> i was like fair play he yeah. must have an asbestos gut yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no that's fair really play. good and also grand thumbs older videos where he does a lot of kit stuff Oh, Grand Thumb, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, cool. He's he, old he makes me does. laugh. He's, yeah. he, he, he's proper comical with the stuff he does. It, yeah. It's funny, yeah. Yeah, I like Grand Thumb. I watched, um, actually, saying that at lunch, I watched... Oh, uh, Padre, uh, give us that. An episode of uh, Demolition, Demolition Ranch. Oh, Demolition um, Ranch, yeah. Yeah, I'm a good so, I, so I was telling someone about like, the Stanley 
thermoses and stuff like that um, and how they like keep food or they keep um, hot water warm like the, the big ones are like 45 hours or something mm-hmm. and, um, and I was saying how it's apparently they always say how it stops a speeding bullet and stuff like that um, and Demolition Ranch actually shot into one with a pistol and it and it caught it which I thought well, well, yeah, that's quite cool this is bulletproof the one yeah. he tested wasn't that to be fair it was the, it was the big it was the big one um, oh the big flask yeah yeah I've got it's one got, as well. Got nine mil, didn't it? Mm. Well, yeah, there we go. Okay. I mean, you know, if you were carrying that around, you'd be scalded from the ridiculously hot water that it contains. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh... <laughs> Steve MRE eighty. Hang on a minute. Steve MRE eighty nine ate a rat pack from the Boer War. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a. It's a cracking channel. Honestly, it's really good. Oh, I'm gonna have to look up some of this. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds proper naughty. Uh, oh, cool. Look says, little, little, little Sam, little tested channel is awesome. Makes sick props. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. Uh, Ed says, Grand Thumb is my fave. Uh, not sure I could hangle him at a dinner party, though. He's <laughs> very intense, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenny says, Cam Man is good. Uh, Simon lives just up road from him, apparently. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, he's wicked. Uh, yeah, Simon, a bloke in the woods. I highly recommend him. He's just just a really good, fun videos to watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. One in particular is he goes, um, he does a an overnighter in a Polish larvae teepee tent in the snow, and he's got a British Army ration pack, which is like a twenty four hour rat pack. I think he systematically destroys this ration pack in about three hours. <laughs> he like, oh, I've also, I'm all set up now. I'm going to do myself a little snacky bit. So he has um, he's like, oh yeah, that was good. Like, that. and you can see him sitting there, sort of like. <laughs> I'm gonna have something else to eat, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> and then the camera cuts to him, like really close up to his face, just like just putting bald sweets in, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Highly recommend that one. It's the snow one where he's out in the lava when he takes the, the, the Land Rover. It's really funny. Have a look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of thing I do. Just like, just have a little thumbing out of it, and then you're like, twenty minutes later, you're just surrounded with wrappers. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Every time he rolls over, it crunches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny Rebel says Alphonse is a don as well. Yeah, Alphonse is good. Uh, I haven't watched him to be fair. No, he's no, very good. No. Oh, sorry, lads. Uh, the uh, the boss is phoning. Hang on a sec. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ray says you should watch Mav Lance. Mav, who's that, mate? Mav, Mav, Mav. Oh, I have to look. I've, I've left my phone downstairs on charge. I'm phoneless. I'm nothing. So I can't even look it up. But I'll um, I'm gonna have to check out some of these uh, different channels that people are mentioning, which is cool. I like uh, that. James C. Paul Messner. He's wonderful for wild camping cuff. I actually tried to get Paul on onto our chat. Um, I thought it'd be quite cool. Um, I didn't get a reply. But I'll I'll try again. But um, yeah, I thought it'd be quite good to kind of sort have a chat about the uh the uh, the blend up of. The two and sort of some of his tips and tricks and sort of see if they would position uh, over. So. Yeah, defo. Yeah, so chase uh, it up, mate. Chase it up. Ray says, "Question: Have you been drinking meths for your transalance, or are you having a breakdown?" <laughs> no comment. Ah, <laughs> 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 um, oh, right. Uh, Richard Nelson, what do you lot think of HPA? I think it sounds awesome in an LMG in that. 
I really do. Uh, I don't think I could poke up with the faff of it all, with filling the bottles and having the line and the tank constantly on you. Um, but I do get it. I, I understand why people do it. I mean, I, I know it's heavily adjustable. You know, you can. It, it's it, you know, it simplifies a rifle to a bare bones, basically. Um, not my cup of tea. I, 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 I can't see me going down the HPA road at all. You know, yeah. a gas blow back. Yeah, but I, you know that's. But there's no there's no lines and stuff like that and gas bottles and tanks and stuff. You know, it's all contained within the mag. But um, I haven't got a problem with people using HPA. You know, you know, kudos to them. Whatever they want to do. You know, it's it's not it's not my bag. Not my bag. Mm. I think you, for mate? me the um the advantages I see for HPA are sort of like LMGs and support weapons. Um, I yeah. think the because obviously you generally tend to I mean, you don't do it all the time but you do generally tend to sort of sit in like you know I've got my field of fire I've, I've laid down I'm sort of here um, but I know that obviously HPA for LMGs is obviously a little bit temperamental because you're using a lot of gas it, it's not you know like sort of single shot all the time you are doing controlled burst quite mm. a lot of the time um, I mean I'd see it in like that. a fixed position like a vehicle mounted weapon mm. I could see it being a, an absolute massive bonus there you know, if you had like a 50 prop 50 that's got like an M14 uh, internals in it, or full auto, which is which could be HPA or something, perhaps that that could be quite cool, and actually have the have the bottle concealed within the uh, within the vehicle. Well, you can. I mean, Kenny's just um, chipped in with uh, when they can be contained in the stock, it'll be a more viable for immersion. I mean, obviously you get the kind of. I don't really know a lot about the the nuances of HPA and stuff, but I know you can get like the Minecraft kits and stuff like that, which are kind of CO two systems with which kind of can be kind of snuck in the buffer tubes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which I know look quite cool. And I mean, obviously, you know, you you kind of get the advantages of a gas blowback in terms of the the functionality and the kind of uh, the, yeah, you'll never yeah the immersion for the, for a gas blowback you you won't you, I don't think you'll get any closer to actually firing a real rifle uh, for the working parts the way it the way it the way it functions itself you know how it, how it, how the how the charging handle locks back when the mag's empty release you know new mag in release the bolt it's it, it is what it is you 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 run weapon drills to to fire it properly mm. which is cool you know I wish I hadn't sold one GBBR. I wish I kept it. I wish I'd persevered, but I'm too impatient. And it, I, and I, I had lots of other stuff at the time, and I just thought, yeah, what the use is. They're great for CQB and stuff like that. If do you know, if I did, no, I'd get, for the gas blowback, I'd, I'd just get like a Colt Commando, mm-hmm. like an AR-15 Colt Commando, just an old-school-looking Colt Commando. That's what I want. That's what I want. Because I think you can, if you've got one of them, like a carbine sort of type, you know, not a SOCOM, not really short, stubby thing, you know, just a standard size Colt Commando AR-15. You can age it or modernize it with with attachments. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can make it look this, make it look that. Um, far easier than buying. So, hello, welcome back. Hello. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I definitely. Oh, maybe an AK. Maybe an AK. An AK mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Yes. Yes. What's the question? Or one of each. One of each. Uh, we were talking about uh, thoughts on HPA, um, and now we sort of rolled into gas blowback. The only work, the only system worth having in this HBA is um, Daytona. That's it. Um, I see. I'm not familiar with it. I'm, I wouldn't know where to begin uh, with a HBA yeah. system. Daytona is the one where it's got the same racking system as, especially on the M249. It's got the same racking system as the real steel one. 
and that's the one that um right okay well you actually rack it and it puts a round in the chamber yeah you rack it ready to go all works like literally how it does it's got a big weighted um section on it so when it fires it's literally like a dry fire much running a beat in the background yeah <laughs> Oh dear, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't got a problem with HBA. I think my my bigger problem is anyone that kind of in in a milsim game has a ridiculous rate of fire on a weapon that shouldn't really have a ridiculous rate of fire. You know, I mean, if you rock up and you've got some laser beam M4 um, with a you know box mag on it and stuff like that, it's just that that that's when it starts being a bit irksome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that never. You, you, you shouldn't encounter that in a milsim. You'll get a skirmish all day long, won't you? You'll get. I think yeah. You know, well, it depends on the type of milsim and and the event and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Fresh meat says MG HPAs tend to drain the tank. Yep. So, yeah. I can imagine to, they do. Yeah. You have to calibrate them a lot to get it looking, get it working. I mean, you can't just go. I mean, with a HPA, you can't. Surely you can't just go and just hold it down till it's empty. Yeah, you can. You can do that. That's yeah. There's no like, from what a I... scuba diving tank behind you, like yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I, I'd have thought, like, because it's such cold air in that, surely it would start doing something to the seals and that after a while. I mean, a short, a few short control bursts, I get that, but it's, war- constantly... it's warmer than it's warmer than uh gas, yeah, because mm. it's just compressed air as opposed to um, like the gas is obviously a liquid, isn't it? In the um, yeah, well, yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah, I was about to say liquid nitrogen, of course, it's not liquid nitrogen, but you know what I mean, <clears throat> very be. cold. I suppose, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that would probably wouldn't do the gun much good, but he could yeah. theoretically run it off. Of Little ice cubes just coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, if, it, if we're going to go down that route, just use pure oxygen and then put the uh, Spitfire on those little um, oh. piezoelectric igniters on the end. So every time you fire, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back, right? yeah. Come back with a tan line, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I need I need nine flashlights <laughs> for this rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Just on my face. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen uh, did you did you see the Russian tank with the suppressor on it? No. No. <laughs> it popped up on one of my feeds. It's a Russian tank and they've put a suppressor on it. And this suppressor's the size of a Cadillac. It's oh, fucking... I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. And the tank's driving along like that because the suppressor's so bloody heavy. <laughs> Amazing! What a, what a wonderful <laughs> invention. My, um, I'm just going to dig this out quick because this is my absolute favourite uh, suppressed weapon that I've I've ever found. Um, it, it's worth it. It's worth it's it. Better it's be, it. better be worth it. We'll make oh, people wait. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a big, big robotic knob, <laughs> camouflage knob. Yeah. Wow. So just to uh, let the uh, people that are listening to this, um, Mike has just shown us a tank penetrating <laughs> the rear of a massive camouflage penis. Just literally Google <laughs> yeah. the suppressor. It's, the, it's one of the first images. That's the one that I was looking at. <laughs> tank with suppressor. That is a serious bit of kit. Yeah. Bloody hell. Well, there we go. <laughs> never, I never even knew that was a thing until now. Learn something yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, next question we had in was uh, from a Mr. Lance uh, Wissell, um, because <laughs> we uh, we we thought we'd throw a couple questions into the chat ourselves. Um, 
So how do you transition from day to night tactics, movements, patrolling, and kit? So how do you move from... Mm. You're obviously operating during the day. I say operating with uh, question mark. or oh, not question marks, but those are. Um, sarcastic marks. Uh, so you move from a uh, daytime game type to a nighttime game type. Is it something you can just roll into? Do you need to... Do you actually need like an hour's kit change anything like that what do you kind of add to your kit take off from your kit anything like that um i tend to just the only real change in kit would be depending if i'm able to run nods i'll change the ammo to red tracers and night vision that's kind of it really the rest of my clothes are um ir dampening which I tend to just wear as a normal camo anyway. So I kind of just leave it as it is, really. Obviously, if I'm wearing a bright pink shirt, I'll take that off. But other than that, there's, there's not really well, not much necessarily, of it. like the pinkies in the desert. The landies yeah. were pinkies, weren't they? Yeah, they were, yeah. That was in the desert, mind you. So, yeah, that was in the shit. desert, not in the, shit in the middle of a woodland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, ammo, ammo with a tracer. And night vision would be my main change. Mm. Um, it, at night, it does get colder. So if I am if I know that I'm lying up somewhere, I'll throw an extra layer on just to keep myself warm. That's about it, really. Yeah, fair play, mate. That's, yeah. I just generally tend to change my iPro, um, to be brutally honest with you. Well, luckily, you, know, you haven't got to run mesh anymore, have you? No, nope. don't have to run a mesh good. anymore. Um that being said, I do Whoa, sometimes change. The... Oh, that was like a yeah. Someone, can somebody meme said, that, please? That can being he? said, I do change from the uh, yellow lenses to the clear, plain lenses. Probably forty-two um, minutes twenty-one, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever wants to meme that, go for it. That was a beauty. That was an absolute peach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, night chat transition. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Transitioning from. <laughs> oh, shut up. Yeah. It'd be nice. You know what? I'd love it to go through, through an entire episode where I don't somehow make a dick of myself. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah, have yeah. next week off then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See you, Mark. Nope. Enjoy Top Gun. Yes, I found that. Ah, Top Gun. Yes, mate. Yeah, give us a full review next week, mate. Hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy. Good stuff. Never do night games without tracer. Yeah, I, do you know what? I don't use tracers very often at night time on night games. Very rarely now. I never use them. And the reason I don't use them, and I'll be brutally honest with you, I've played so many games where you're fighting up against people with tracers and they don't have night vision on, which is the best scenario because they are just telling you where they are. Mm. Ah, it lovely. does look cool. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You can't, you can't well, it beat looks, it. Looks brilliant. Tracers. Like, ah, but oh, tracers going everywhere. Little uh, little pro tip here, especially with LMG users that use night vision. Fill up your box mag half Nixon. with normal. Throw red tracers in because red tracers are shite for the visible eye, but they show up perfect on night vision. So every oh, okay. so, so literally it comes through every second third round. You can just as see a, as, where a tra- as a tracer are. round should be. It shouldn't be a full yeah. mag of tracer rounds. It should be every second or third round as a is a tracer yeah. as a green tip. Because it also means you can fire, and people can't pinpoint you straight away. So mm-hmm. if you mix your rounds, um, 
also as well another one which i learned is if you change color so if you run say green do two red and then your last five rounds green when you see that red round come out you know that you've only got five shots left so you can prepare yourself for a mag change pro tips see i see that as being useful but i just still can't get over the fact that personally the number of times that i've played up against people with tracers and i don't have a tracer i can then hit them because i know where they are Mm. um yeah especially if it's extreme they do look cool they do look cool especially when they're pinging and bouncing off the walls and that you're just like whoa awesome Um, loving that idea some people are mate about the uh mm. changing the color of the tracy around to the last five yeah that's a that's a that's a cracking idea that is the thing is i'd forget to do that i'd I'd, I'd fill it three quarters (laughs) of green and then put 10 reds in first and be like oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, mike have you got that video of my lmg with the tracer on instagram uh maybe I can find it. <laughs> oh no, hang on. Could we show that? Oh. You, can show you that. can't see the weapon, can you? You can only see the tracer rounds. Yeah, you can't see the weapon. Oh, okay. Brr, brr. Vet it first. Vet if not, I'll stick it up on the if not, I'll stick I'll, it up um, on the group. We'll chat. come back to it because Yeah, it'll probably be safer to go on the uh, on the um, Facebook things. But yeah, uh, transitioning from says... day to night games. Come on. Sorry, Fresh Meat says I can't hit shit at night without a tracer. Yeah, right. Um, he's, he's absolutely right there. Yeah. Turns out he can't shit. <laughs> shit. Can't shit. Day either, but... <laughs> Turns out he can't even shit at night without, what? Yeah. without rounds. The yeah. only thing is, what? do you find <laughs> in night games that people are less likely to take a hit if you're not using a tracer? Yes, I've encountered that. Yeah, because you, you can visually see them getting hit and they're like, oh, it's not. I've had that dark. many times with my thermal of hitting oh, someone. Uh, in the in the dead of night, like pitch black, and like you can you can hear it, you know you know full well it's fucking wallop, mm. and it's just sort of like silhouette or the heat source, like you can clearly make them out. You can PID everything, the pouches, everything on them. And it's just sort of like, and then carrying on, and you yeah. have a couple of them, and they're like carrying on. So yeah, it's a bit naughty. It's a bit naughty. <laughs> yeah. Then you get your big old fucking torch on. Oh, you. And they're like, where did you come from? Yeah, two That's foot all, away from them. So it's all about the thermals, mate. Naughty, naughty. <laughs> like, oh yeah, fair point. Mm. Yes. Andy, how far back am I going for this uh, this video? Shouldn't be that far. It's only quite recent. Yeah, it's an expensive. Um, it's an expensive uh, warrant to go down. That is, uh, Phil, the old the old nods, mate. It's the green one. It's about. It's the oh, one yeah, in night vision. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. No, we can we can play that. That's fine. So this is with red. This is with red tracers. Shot should not draw far. Um, far and maneuver, Wayne. Like you just said there, you know, you're absolutely right, mate. You know, just a short control burst, but then moving position as well. You know, don't stay static. You got to move. You know, you can only do so many bursts in one place. This is working well. Uh, that's not working. I'll stick it up on the Facebook group. Can see if oh, oh. that do. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I'll stick up a better video on the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically for you listeners out there, Andy was firing his two four nine at night time. 
in the tracer unit yeah. making the green balls shoot yeah. through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, Audible.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Gunn says, NVGs are few and far between over here. It's a, it's a bit cost prohibitive. It's a bit cost prohibitive over here, mate, as well. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Not, yeah, don't yeah. like feel, you know. You don't feel you're the only one, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll good ones one. are a good cheap start off set is uh, the Russian um, Gen ones. They're a good way to start off if you don't want to spend too much money, and they're floating around all over the place. I mean, I've seen the PVS fourteens between sort of like eighteen to two grand, eighteen hundred yeah. quid, two grand. But I'm just throwing that figure out there. But I'm I'm guessing you could probably get them slightly cheaper. You know. Unless if you buy it, if you buy it, there might be a slight blemish on the lens or something like that. But mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a there's a good uh, Facebook buy and sell group for night vision, and you can mm. as long as you keep your eyes out, you can pick up good deals on there. Mm. Um, yes, that's where I got um, this one from for I think it was eighteen hundred, which went not not for what it is. I, I do want night vision just because I think it would be cool and it's the it's the classic, isn't it? But I mean, Rage makes a good point that nods are cool, but so many airsofters have them that the advantage isn't there anymore. Thermal though is the game changer. Yeah, yeah. Um, did we establish that we could potentially heat a BB on the way out of a, an airsoft rifle and it would appear on thermal? Yeah, that was with the uh, pure oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting because I was having that same sort of conversation the other day with um with uh, Silly Gilly and uh, Kenny at Empire Soft regarding. Because uh, I reckon I, I had a thought on that. You know the um you know the little shaker thermal pads that you get. Mm. Just whack one of them in a box mag, if you if you're running an NMG. Yeah. And then all the BBs are going to sit there and all nicely heat up. <laughs> or make them cold. Or make them cold. Yeah. It's probably Go harder the to keep them cold though, isn't it? I don't know. You've played in the UK. <laughs> Making cold so they're essentially black. Yeah. That could be your other alternative. Yeah, could work. Could work. But then again, who wants to be hit by a frozen BB or a melted BB? <laughs> it's not coming out. You've literally only got, I mean, you could hold BBs in your hand and chuck them and you'd see yeah. that. That's it's literally yeah. that change in a few degrees temperature. <laughs> oh, hang on. So uh, Ed says that's my idea. Uh, I've literally strapped hand warmers to my mags for this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But why not? If it works, it works, mate. That yeah. can overcome, buddy. The only thing is, is that if you're up against someone with thermal, they're like, that guy's got a really hot <laughs> yeah. rifle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like <laughs> Especially if you're running a gas mag <laughs> and you've, you've heated it up. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Whoa." laughs> coming at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ray says, uh, the, the pool, so that the Chiefs Thermal can see uh, a mouse on Mars. It's so very impressive. Yeah, nice, yeah. man. Yeah. I've got to admit that the, the Thermal with the night vision is an unbeatable combo. Yeah. Like where it picks out the outline mm. of someone with a heat source mm. through a tree, and you're going, That's the, oh, they're over there. The Coty, the Coty, yeah. C-O-T-I. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Where it clips onto the side of the. Mm. Oh. A few of the tro- few of the Trojan boys run that. I've actually had, a, had, had, had the. Uh, the been lucky oh, yeah, enough yeah, to. Yeah, the Cody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looking at one at Legion, it was uh, it was cool. 
it's just that like a dual layer and just like oh i like that that's cool yeah like proper heads up display almost it was like yeah this is banging have you seen the new us one that they're like the mil- the actual military one that they're using it's like um it's their night vision but it's mixed with literally mixed with thermal and you can see everything it's like looking in daylight but it highlights bodies and things oh it's, it's insane isn't it absolutely ridiculous and there's no lag on it at all because if you go for a digital one you get a weird like half a second lag and if you don't get used to it you can walk into stuff but, i mean surely they can start introducing the, like the targeting systems now like they've got on drones where like you get the night vision and it can literally you can it, it will pick up a, like enemy targets and like if you've got 15 enemy troops in front of you it'll go doo, 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 and highlight them on a like a on a hud so you'd be able to see to it fair. and it will track 15 individual targets i mean surely they, they must be yeah. A, a, a lens out there for, for for night vision where you could be on a battlefield, for example, in an Overwatch as a sniper, and literally seeing right like top left window down there, down there, blah, 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 pick up these targets, and you're as long as they're still in within your range. You I mean if you're a couple of hundred meters away, you've got a, quite a big field of view there mm-hmm. of a of a cluster of buildings. Being able to track them and just think right, I can take care of you first because right now, mate, he's over there, and then just bring and then just come on to target like that. Must be that must be out there. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. To be fair, that that text probably already there because I know. Um, I know it's there for drones, but whether it's whether no, no, they're no, throwing it down to boots on the ground, it's pro- it's quite possible that it's either you know there and we just don't know about it, or it's mm. you know it's going to be coming soon because I mean yeah. the, these things are leaps and bounds, aren't they? Yeah, that's you almost like Robocop, that... isn't it? That's just like bang, <laughs> bang, bang, and then yeah. <laughs> Rage, <laughs> I was just going to make the same point. Rage, Rage says controversial opinion, but if you want to do that, maybe just stick to playing on the Xbox. Oh See, yeah, I I and I know we've had this chat before, but I think thermal is a massive game changer. But I think it slightly ruins the game. I think having the ability with because with nods you can obviously hide in bushes and stuff like that. But thermal being a game changer, it's a game changer because it gives you that that kind of next force multiplier almost, doesn't it? Mm. Um, and I, I I personally feel that we might get to a point where airsoft games would be better bringing it back down a bit. You know, I mean, for example, I know Lance, you really enjoyed the um, uh, Vietnam games. Um, that was amazing. Where there was that, no, uh, that was no ex- tech that at was, all. That brought excitement back into a night game for me. It, uh, let's be honest. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because I've got my thermal scope. I can see that there's uh, a threat. 150, 200, mm. where, however many meters, doesn't matter. It's fucking hundreds of meters away. There's there. There's a heat source there of eight people get close enough to PID them. But when I, when I did this Vietnam event at APOC um, a few years ago, um, so it was no tack lights, no night vision, uh, angled hand nail torches only. Uh, and that was, yeah, night time was terrifying. You had a Again. butler as well on that one, I think. I did have a butler on that one. Yeah, Zosi for the, for our, for the, for the, for the seven cab, uh, cab, whatever it was. Um, but yeah, it, it, it brought it right back down. I mean, it's, you, your rifle was just a rifle. There was no gubbins on it or anything like that. It was just, there it is. All, all this will do is shoot BBs. It's not, it doesn't turn into a torch. It doesn't turn into a laser. Yeah. It doesn't do anything else. It literally is just your rifle. There you go. And it was, See, that is it was nighttime that is was fucking, the only thing we could use at nighttime was tracer rounds. So we, we were the modern bit of tech we were allowed on our rifle was a tracer unit. Um, and again, yeah, it was it was wicked. It just brought it back to bare bone because I found it, and I'm sure a lot of other people who use nods regularly, um, well, perhaps not. But for me, I sort of started becoming a bit complacent because I could see and knew what I was doing. And then, 
a bit of a stomp, and I found that when I wasn't using my thermal and that, I was very, very quiet. I was much quieter without it than I than I was with it because I knew I was going. I could just walk and keep up a relatively quick pace. Whereas without oh, mods, you can see because you can see because you can see yeah. you're 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 not. You're not you're not, as t- not you're not you're not taking tentative steps and, and being timid and thinking right you know I've got to be, you know I've got to play my cards right here because I've got no other night vision apart from my natural night vision which has been sort of twenty minutes sitting there in the dark getting used to it. Um, I sort of found myself just sort of like bowl, not bowling through the woods, but you know what I mean, just doing like a regular daytime patrol pace at night. When you hear a lot more, it quietens down at night time, you know. So you've got to be mindful of that. And that was like that question I, I raised about transitioning from day to night time you know not only your little bits of kit you know you ensure you've got your head torch on you you've got you've got a backup handheld torch some, some some glow sticks or whatever it is you need make sure you can pid each other with a little with a little um the fishing uh snap floats in the back of your boonie or whatever it is tape it off so it's just like just a little bit of the tip showing just pop it in your hat little things like that just the tip mike don't snigger at that. <laughs> disgusting dirty dirty boy <laughs> sorry Throw me right off my thought now, just thinking of the tip now. <laughs> just for a minute. <laughs> but yeah, and it, obviously that goes inside of it. You know, you, you patrol disciplines when it goes from day into night time. You know, you, you're gonna slow down. You as a as a section, you're gonna you're gonna bunch up, you're gonna go from being sort of five to ten meters apart down to sort of like between sort of two and five meters apart, purely for keeping eyes on the guy in front of you and knowing where you're moving to, you know, st- stepping in his steps. You know, if there's a low-lying branch, you're not gonna see it at night time, essentially. Let's be honest. There's a lot of teams out there where not everybody's got nods. So not everybody's going to know that that's there. You know, your point man obviously should have them or at least thermal or, 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 or both. Great. And obviously your, your rear guard as well, you know. Um, but yeah, I found that I got, yeah, a little bit complacent using it all the time at night because you it just, it, it, it takes away that threat of nighttime. Mm. You know, it, it, you know, nighttime doesn't become a challenge anymore because you've got nods on and you've got thermal on. You know, you can use thermal during the day as well, but everyone associates thermal and nods with nighttime. Obviously, nods, yeah. obviously, but thermal, you can use that. Heavy vegetation during the day, poof, bang the thermal out, mate. But then again, you see, it takes away that element there. Some A team could be in a wicked laid-up position, heavily camouflaged, good with eyes on a target. You've got one dude out there who's got a thermal. He's got who's savvy enough to think, oh, no, I'll take that out of me during the day and keep it in a day sack, just in case, if we need to cross an intersection or into a, into a woodblock. Just pop that out and just pan it around. Oh, there they are, ambush up there, boys. You know, where does it stop? Where does where does yeah. where does the line get drawn? Mm. To think, yeah, come on. But then you know, you want it to be milsim. You want it to be as realistic as possible. So you know, have at it. You know, yeah. If you've got the toys that makes your game better, then bring bring them. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't you can't think you should argue you can't dilute it. No. You, know, they, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. I think it's down to the operator himself. It'd be nice to think that some people who do own nods, I mean, that's just, I, I, I doubt it very much. I mean, because I certainly use my thermal on a milsim at night time or whenever we go out. You know, it comes to that, you know, it's starting to get dusk. You think, right, let me get my day sack full of double A batteries out to feed the beast. As well. <laughs> Honestly, it's like shotgun cartridges, mate. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it is, honestly. Another four out. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, back in business, boy. Ooh, that reminds um, me of I mean, that goes through like every 20 minutes. So found, it? <laughs> uh, it, it, it doesn't. It, it it can. It depends, obviously. You've got the gain. You've got the brightness level and that. You've got, you know, and obviously how much you're using it for. Uh, it can go through them. It does. It can go through them. But, you know, if you're cautious with it, you know, mm. it's always good. I always stick a fresh set in there for or go out in any night. Or even if it's 
a fresh set from the night before, you know, and I've used I use it for twenty minutes, I'll still just keep them as a, as a backup in the in the pouch and put a new fresh set of four in there, and they'll see me for a good few hours. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, I'd, it'd be nice. I mean, maybe I could do it this coming weekend. You know, do it, go out at night without it, just to sort of familiarise yourself again. Back but your eyes adjust. Your eyes adjust. They do. I mean, yeah. I mean, especially not... if you get a full moon. I mean, I don't think it's a full moon this weekend. I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Um, but if you've got a full moon or a clear canopy of stars, you, you should be yeah. able to navigate a, a a woodland trail or or even scrubland sort of thing, or, or through a, like a relatively heavy woodblock without without night vision. You know, PID and targets obviously a different story together. But for navigation, you know, I don't think you need nods if you've got a clear canopy above you. All right, but yeah, that's what I found. We you know just digressed a little yeah. bit there, but I found that I got I, I got a little bit lazy, bit lazy at night time, which isn't ideal really, because there's a lot more to it than just being able to see. You know, you do use how you move, you slow your movements down. You know, even during the day, if you're breaking cover and that, and you're you're peaking or you're trying to get eyes on a target and you're in recce, you know, you you don't just like from a tree and then back again. You know, it's a really slow process. Mm-hmm. You know, you come up out of cover slowly, you observe. Go back down even slower, back into cover movements, you know, and that's what I found. I just got a bit lazy with it. So hmm. shame on bloody me for that. <laughs> yeah. What a tosser! We'll keep an eye on you this weekend. Yeah, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> that's all right. With our <laughs> nods, <laughs> what I do now is if I don't go out with nods or thermal at night time, now I just get off my tits on coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, fuck. just see Lance running. You'll just see me running through the woods, covered in glow sticks. Yes. <laughs> Coffee, <laughs> <laughs> James C says, do you remember using night vision is a skill, it's not a special ability? Yeah, uh, definitely. Padraig, well, James uh, would know, I've he's tri- the man. Yeah, Padraig says, I've tried and run with Gen 1 IR nods a long time ago. It's not my thing, but they always look cool. I prefer a good torch. So, yeah, can't beat white light. Can't beat white light. Even nods, you got two grand's worth of nods. Someone puts on a 30,000 lumen torch. <laughs> Your nods are... What's the mm. point? You've got to close them on and put your white light on. Yeah. It's like um, Camp Sparta did a game of night vision I mean, versus one... white light, and they yeah. got absolutely mullered. The night vision. That's one thing I've, I've seen that before of, of people using nods, and they're contacting an enemy. And on on my t- on my section or, 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 or on a, on the on the blue four section uh, team, and it's been I'll oh, turn the white light off. It's like no, they're the enemy. Why the fuck are you were asking them to turn the white lights off? Of course, they're not going to do that. I was like, yeah, but the shit's expensive. I was like, well, turn it off then. You, know, yeah. you can't expect them to turn off the white lights because you've got expensive nods on. It's, that's yeah, I've got a thirty pound torch. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what do you want, mate? Yeah. You can't just because you've got that upper hand, you can't then yeah. say, we well, know you can't use that because I've got. I'm wearing these. I personally it's, it's like, that's a bit bullshit, it? really. Yeah, I'm it's like, sorry, mate, but it's what it is. Most of the yeah. decent ones now, anyway, um, is it auto gated? So as soon as there's a bright light, they turn themselves off anyway before any damage is caught. Mm. Yeah, auto gate. Yeah, yeah. So they'll they'll yeah. instantly just power down. Yeah, we'll only be about forty percent moon this weekend. Waxing press will bring the thermal. Roger that, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> so what I just said then, ladies and gentlemen, is complete bullshit because I will be using my thing. <laughs> A waxing Kev, crescent. Kev can have a go of it. 
I love that. What a term. A waxing, waxing crescent. That feels I imagine like someone's talking about my well, haircut. That's picture as well, by the way. That's amazing. Kev's picture. And it, 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 just imagine him saying that in his, in his, in his Scottish accent. They're wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Waxing crescent. I'm not going to try and say it in a Scottish accent. I'll, I'll leave is, that the same, is that the same as a back sack and crack? Or is that a saying? Waxing the, the crescent. <laughs> yeah, waxing the crescent. I don't know if that's some sort of trick. Yeah, well, that, yeah, let's dissect Kevin's response. Will only be about 40% moon this. See, 14% moon means you, the, 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 the G strings just exposing the top of the crack of the arse. Yeah, well, the champs. This weekend. When you said let's start um, dissecting it, I thought, oh, Lance is going to bring Kev, some science to the chat. So basically, uh, what was so, what Kev so, essentially what I've from what from the science I've just carried out in the last. Don't rub your head like that, Marcus. Bear with me, all right? Just go. With He's it. waxing the crescent. Oh. Hang on, hang, hang on. So from Kev's question there, his answer, as I say, he his underpants will be down fourteen percent, revealing fourteen percent of crack. Um, he will be waxing the crescent, and he'd like me to bring the thermal. <laughs> there you go. There we go. That's what I've dissected from that. Whether I, <laughs> whether he wants me to off. watch him uh, do the waxing the crescent via my thermal, Thank- I don't know. Thanks, Empire Airsoft, I, for saying I look like Gio Jane. Oh, hang on. Where's Mil- Will, Will Smith? No. Yeah. No, you're right. Empire Airsoft, <laughs> take, <laughs> take Mike's name out, you man. <laughs> Oh, James C. The only downside to that US system is it eats batteries and is well heavy from what I've read online. Mm. Uh, Same as mine. I want the new one. Yeah, the new one's like a massive heavy and eats batteries as well. (laughs) (laughs) I think the new one makes you look like that um, guy off of uh, Star Trek. You know, the one one with the visor. Jordi LaForge. That's the one. But it's bigger. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking data, but no. I was going to say data. Yeah. yeah, Ed says there is a company in Italy called uh, Proapto that makes a suit that you wear uh, that stops all heat signature. Apparently, hmm. that must yeah, be I like a pro- diving suit. I, pro- I, I read Proapto, then I wanted to say Potato. Sorry. Kenny Revel, do you think apps that track players can follow update objectives, kills, intel, game map, etc., etc., have any place in games? I'd say so if it's a if it was a good one out there. I went to an event before and yeah. told to download an app, but we never used it. Just downloaded it and deleted it. Afterwards. I think I think there is there is a couple out there that are okay. Mm. Um, I downloaded one that that guy from the states made up. Um, you can track each other, but then you're relying on everyone taking their phones out onto the field. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, which a lot of people don't like doing. So a load of people downloaded the uh, app and you look at it and they're all back at FOB, but they're not. They're standing next to you because they've left their phone there. <laughs> it's like, yeah. was it, um, that's helpful. I can't remember who brought it up in the chat last week about the air tags, basically giving each player an air tag. You, yeah. And then you can literally just track them. And... That, that yeah, there was a, a cool way to. Like, I mean, again, though, with, like, with good comms like between your team structure. leaders, you, you shouldn't need it, really. You should not. No. You know, again, if I have by tracking players, I'm guessing you're taking an element of the, of the of the structure of the game or the event out of it. By, you know, it's lazy, isn't it? Really, it's not like right. I need to liaise with section mm. two because we're over here uh, in the briefing. They're potentially going to be over there, so you know, make sure you maintain comms with, a, with other sections that are out there. You know, It'd be good for really... organisers though to make sure that one team hasn't wandered off down to the local pub by mistake. Do you know what I mean? They can keep an eye on it. Whoops. And go, um, yeah, if you if you've landed got a squad, in the boozer, yeah. if you're an organizer and you say, right, go to um, building four, and they're off to building 28, 
you kind of you can radio them and go, uh, guys, do you want to just uh, check where you're going? <laughs> well, to be fair, stuff like that. It, it's I guess if you're running an event and you are sort of trying to coordinate an ambush or something like that, it does help you sort of bring various groups together. I know we've done um, APOC, for example. I know they had the the GPS enabled radio. Yeah, that was that that was. The, the, I get that from an organizer's point of view mm. to know. Where oh yeah, the no, I'm not are. suggesting. I'm not suggesting at a local level. I I think like uh, your command structure or something like that, like the the proper tippities up of that. Um, yeah, I can. They see had the roller handsets, didn't they? Mm. Which had GPS uh, positioning, so they had a big screen back at the fob where their main the, the CO the zeros main command center. A huge big screen or two of them. Showing them the, the whole map with where every single section was for op four and blue four, and they could sort of orchestrate things then, which mm. I get. I completely understand that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, which is cool. Um, I don't know. I think the I think the GPS trackers would be quite good. The the only thing I can see is that if you use them for sort of certain games, if you if you were to kind of move off in a certain position, you can just imagine like a PA system going. Player four three three, you're out of position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or you know, like in a, it's almost like in a computer game where it tells you to return to the battlefield. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Player seventy two, your cheeseburger yeah. is ready. <laughs> or at the petrol station. <laughs> Pump number one, get off the phone. Oh, yeah, shut yeah. up. <laughs> or, or, or in the old pub, cashier number four, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike, are you struggling on this one? Have we upset you? <laughs> are we diverting you from your plan? No, Me and Lance. You keep freezing. Stop. You, you, keep... you look really angry. Yeah. Then. You I, were like... I can't help it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I've got... Oh, yeah. Is your fan working today? I haven't heard it. It is working. That's because I've sorted the mic out today. <laughs> um... Beautiful. Yeah, I've got, I've, got a, I've got a nice steady breeze from a fan way over there. Um... But if it gets any hotter up here, I'll be doing the rest of the podcast from the woods <laughs> at the from the back of the truck. I don't care. That's a, that's a weird term for being semi-naked from the waist down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that? What's I'm going to be doing the podcast from the bush. <laughs> yeah. in, 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 in Australia, according to Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fly out Harry... the hill because it's much cooler in Australia than it is in my loft. <laughs> oh, Harry says... Harry Badger says, when is the 100th yeah. episode? Just thinking how long I've got to make a Blue Peter plate carrier. Um, so our 100th episode is going to be around the 26th of October. Um, at the moment, it's scheduled in for the 26th, but that obviously yep. might change if we need to take an emergency break for a week for any reason. Um, yep. So at the moment, we've also got the NOFO private invitational, which is going to be in the summer this year, as opposed to during stormy season. Yeah. But the stormy season was fun. It, it was it. fun. It was fun, especially if you're out there on the ground roughing it with the real with the real heroes, <laughs> yeah. and not just completely melanin off in your car. Hey, <laughs> I was well comfy. I watched some of the Walking Dead. It was great. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd known you was watching it. I'd have been up to the windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that zombies giggle at you like that. That's just me. But... <laughs> Rage says, are you ready for Defiant and what are your essentials to bring and what are your comfort items to bring? So mm. let's go uh, through our essentials and comfort items because I think I know that we're not all 100% ready. We're getting there. No, definitely not. I've got bits to do tomorrow. I've got the gym and sorting stuff out afterwards tomorrow. 
So Andy, what's, um, what's your essentials and what are your comfort items? Uh, essentials. Baby wipes. Water. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, and a sleeping bag. Oh, everything else is extra. And obviously, like food-wise, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm not picking that up uh, until Friday gone. lunchtime before I come on the way down. <laughs> so. All at the moment, literally, all I've got is a mortar. That's it. That'll do. It's fine. And three rounds for woodland. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Go me. <laughs> I don't even have a pistol at the moment. <laughs> oh, Prepper Shop UK. Tents, tents, tents. Hundreds of tents in stocks just flashed up. <gasps> Breaking yeah. news. I just got that as well. <laughs> oh, um, this is good. This is like essentials are. Um, I've got uh, a few powdered energy drinks. And food <laughs> that I've got, and gifts for these two Muppets. Hey. Sorry, I just I don't know that that <laughs> preppers thing flashed up, and I just started reading it in my mind as um as uh, Telly Tebs, use car dealer, and it's a uh, tense, 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 hundreds of tents in stock, backpacking tents, family tents, ultra lightweight tents, prepper shop you can. Talk to me. Has he, got, has he got one of those blow-up arm things that do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should have one of them. A Nofo one with a fox. <laughs> you get the car well, forecourt, don't you? We'll to be, be fair, we just need a fox head and then you two can just have at it. <laughs> having a, having a flappy that. arm on. <laughs> Don't do that. Kieran Thompson, hey lads, what have I missed? Absolutely nothing, mate. Yeah, no, not a lot. You could, you could play this from whatever point you want for the last hour and thirty minutes and not and not miss the fucking trip. <laughs> it's been pretty much just off laughing. Am I right or wrong? Here we go. Kenny summed it up. The usual tomfoolery uh, interspersed with some questions and answers. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. The Thank usual. Oh. Usual. That's the only reason on some of the episodes we have guests is just to get these two a bit calmer. <laughs> you notice I'm wearing dual earpieces this evening. No one's no one's commented on it yet. Thanks for everyone. Dual I always wear dual. I can't stand. Oh, uh, usually just single, ear. just hanging loose, talk bollocks, you know. But I thought I'd put both in tonight. Mike's singular, singular Mike. There we go. It's because I want to make sure that if anything happens, I can react to it. Well, like, like terrorists burst through the door or something. <laughs> yeah. I can God forbid I've got two earpieces in because I'll just never react to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. See? All I can see now is Mike just disappearing and going into like ninja mode. I would like to point what, out, I would make an piece very ninja quick. because ninjas are masters of disguise and no one looks at me thinking he's a ninja. So, <laughs> yeah. I've always thought of you as a ninja. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'd say. Damn it. Um, but going back to the actual question, what, what are your question again? Uh, essentials? Uh, let, He's my special let's, boy. Let's skip over essentials because I think we're all probably going to say the same things with the essentials, like obviously sleeping bag and stuff like that. What What are the luxury items you're bringing? Poo chair. My padded, insulated cart bed with inbuilt pillow and carry case. Oh, I'm going to be so comfy. <laughs> so, guys, I'm yeah, doing optic. a milsim and it's going to be like amazing. I'm wearing my uh, inbuilt carp bed with uh, <laughs> yeah. Face and, uh... yeah, I'll have the poo chair. 
I'll have my cot bed. Obviously, I'll class that as a luxury because we're not just sleeping on the floor and fox shit in the middle of the woods somewhere. So yeah, mm-hmm. cot bed, uh, poo chair. Um, obviously the crate. Bring in Operate the crate. Out. I'm going Bergen. I'm, I packed my Bergen, but I'm literally I use the crate a lot now for transporting like my plate carrier and my battle belt and shit like that. Just in the back of the truck, just it's out of sight. If I stop at a garage and you know there's people see fucking all that sort of crap sticking up at the back seat or in the boot, or whatever, then it's just all like yeah, yes. Nothing about yeah, this being stopped. Yeah, so I usually keep it as a more of a secure transport sort of crate now. But yeah, the Bergen is sorted. Um, obviously, there's talk. There's 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 rumblings of barbecue Friday before the op kicks off. Uh, whether that's going to come to a fruition, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what, if you talk to you about that after the show, <laughs> yeah, if you are you going to go? Are you going to go to the meeting place, Mike? I was going to go meeting place. I was just going to get some stuff, and then if you bring the barbecue, and then at least we're sorted, the three of us. I'll bring the money. You heard it here first, guys. If any of the guys <laughs> yeah. in the chat are actually on a call sign, Mike's just basically told you to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Get your own food. <laughs> and he's our CO. You know, what's that tell yeah. you? Uh, leadership well, that's the thing, isn't it? Isn't it? It's the officers' club, isn't it? That's how that works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll the officers' sure list, and then Lance, Lance is basically acting as a he's the just, RF, uh, like so radio, what, radio, radio officer. I don't know. We'll go with that. <laughs> You know, just a, you can be the bouncer, man, radio man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I've got a bit more squaring away to do, but not too I'm many not really luxury items. Any luxuries? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. I'm in the cot bed, but I was debating not even wear, not even like wearing it, um, not even like using it. To be fair. Um, oh really? Well, I was debating if we, if because my cot bed basically just brings you off the ground, and I'm just all I'm conscious of is that I'm that's potentially just going to make me colder. That's a See, I was thinking right? that. See, I was thinking that. We're sleeping on the floor, but then I thought if we do get bumped and you're the only one on the floor, you people are just going to run over you. I'd like to see someone try rolling over me. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll over you. <laughs> you watch, there'll be thirty guys all queued up just to roll over Mike now. Well, that's most of my weekends anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just give me a fresh tub of lure pack and I'll be all over yeah. it. Airsoft or non-airsoft, there's still a lot um, of rolling. So, yeah, I'll probably bring in the cot bed, but I I, I have debated not using it. Um, but other than that, I'm not really bringing anything. I'm, I'm, I'm to... perplexed by by Fresh Meat's comment at 9.16pm. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think that was about the, the barbecue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but to be fair, he's already... He's He's already categorically said he doesn't want any anyway. So the <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, would you chip in for some meat and stuff? And then Wayne's gone, not for me, lads. I thought, oh, you miserable bastard. <laughs> oh. I bought this bringing a jar of pickled gherkins to enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Um, we do actually have quite a lot of questions to plough through. So uh... right, let's, go, let's do it. Not, not the point. I'd, I'd just like to raise the, one other point is Rage File has... He reckons that he could fight all three of us for a burger. I beg to differ because you don't mess with food. Yeah, I just, I just start biting you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be like that, right? Yeah, it would be like, it would be like that scene in Willow where he gets captured by the little brownies and they just end up tying up. Tie- Have you seen the film Willow? No. Well, it's completely wasted on you. you <laughs> oh, it's... Fucking uncultured fucks, Perrier. Honestly, what am I doing here? I'm going. I'm going. I can't believe you're not seeing Willow. Yes, 
all, all I was going to suggest is that the fact that if anyone genuinely knows me, if anyone asks me for food, I'll quite happily share it with them. So don't I'll have do to fight me, mate. So. <laughs> if I had the ability to make what I've got, I would then make them so they had the same with me, but I would I would never give them what I have as food. <laughs> yeah, what is mine is mine. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you go out for dinner with a missus. Oh, can I try some of yours? No, bollocks. You'd have ordered it. <laughs> I don't want to try your meal that you've ordered. The best one is... Just because you've ordered a shit meal, mine's really nice. <laughs> does anyone have Does anyone have a missus that takes a photo of their food? Yeah, my missus. Yeah, does. literally, I'll put my hand in front of it. And then my missus is a manager of a, of a little coffee shop in town, so she always puts a little Instagram post up. The Nest, these Princeton guys, go have a little look. Nice. Um, little plug there for the wife's uh, business. But go. yeah, she does little pictures of her flat whites and macchiatos and espressos. I don't, I don't understand because it's always like, oh, I've got to have a photo of everyone's meal at the table so that we can remember the meal. It's like, can't we just remember the meal? Like, yeah. It's only because you want to eat, you greedy bastard. Well, yes. You're sitting there like half a spud who... just about to go in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, because who is sitting there at a restaurant going, yes, I must wait for the food and then the next thing I must do rather than start eating is to take a multitude of photos for Instagram. To be honest, by the time they've taken out their phone, I've already eaten half the plate. <laughs> I like it. Do you know what I like? Do you know what the best thing? And it always happens to me if you go out for dinner, is you'll be sitting there and be like, oh, it's lovely. Look at this. Right. And then the waitress comes up. Everything all right, sir? And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. Every time. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. If the waitress they comes over and wait goes... until you've finished eating your mouthful. As soon as they, they, they watch you, I'm telling fucking sneaky. I'm telling you now. They wait until you've put that fork full of food in your mouth. They're like, is everything all right for your meal? And you're like, Hmm. See what you want to do is you want to do a fake. When you see him hovering, do a fake mouthful, and then go. Yes, it's fine. It'll throw him. Ah. They'll be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the November Foxtrot Podcast, whose tagline is "Airsoft Milsim Banter and Gear." <laughs> we're talking about the pre-event meal. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's what we're talking about. All right. 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 We had another question. Um, go for from... it. From oh, who are we going to pick? Who are we going to pick? Uh, Ed. What are your thoughts of hearing enhancers at night? Can they tell what direction the sound is coming from? Are they worth it? I've never used one. Hearing enhancers? Is that, is that like the old fucking radar dish thing? Like... What, like the spies? No, I'd imagine it's probably more like the earmores, isn't it? In terms of... You really are a bunch of old men. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rage. You're the best. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, I was down my allotment today, actually, putting some beetroots in. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of, Ed, just can to, you clarify? Just to put the final nail in the answers. coffin. Yeah. I, see, on, on, on the Peltors, I find, I get used I to them quite quickly, it. but you can't, um, you can't differentiate where the, the, where the sound's coming from, I don't think. You just hear a sound and you kind of have to look around. I've got more used to my earmores now with the whole sound, Doobery. I'm mm. much more tactical. Mm, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one. I can't hear I've any... never used them before. All right, give me a break. Mark's literally walking through the forest, just shouting at me because he can't hear himself. <laughs> over his own ear. I didn't know. I didn't. I guess I'm, I'm a bloke. I didn't read the instructions. All right, I just put them on, press the button on. I was like, yeah, all right. And I could talk to people. Like, oh. But then obviously I couldn't hear Mike's voice. So I'm, yeah, Mike. You can't hear things behind you. Over there. Nice and quiet, like. <laughs> creep, up, creep right up on him. Mark's just like looking at me, just shaking his head, like you fucking tit. What are you doing? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> with my giant mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Ed, sorry, are you talking about this? Because this is how I imagine you're, what you're referring to is the uh, hearing enhancer. Like you sitting there with your kitty suit on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's a bit of kit, that isn't it? Oh. Hearing enhancers are when Lance is on point and shouts where the sound came from. Is that where the sound came from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Over there. Especially with my, uh, when I first had my ear moles. <laughs> I like to think I'm a bit better now. Yeah. Um, right, we'll do a few more questions. We'll probably do one more question. Yeah. It is getting a bit late. Um, so, John McLachlan says, Holla from Mexico. Boys. John genuinely Lovely. has gone yeah. full, full on. John has actually, yeah, uh, to do research. He's, he's John's in the DEA, or I don't know if that's OPSEC, but John's uh, in the DEA team with us, and he, um, he for for the role, has spent, I believe, a week in Mexico um, just hanging out with the uh, the local police. Smoking a few cohibas. Yeah, just, uh, just to really kind of get into the role. <laughs> yeah. That photo of him with the policeman, like he's kidnapped that policeman. The policeman's standing the best, like that. I went to Mexico for my honeymoon, and the best image I saw, or thing I saw out there, was a Mexican... A security guard with literally a cartoon sack with a big dollar sign on it full of cash and a fucking shotgun <laughs> just walking out of a bank to an armored truck. I was Brilliant. like, my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was literally a pump action, a big sack of cash, body armor, just walked across the road to the to the truck with matey's little fag on. Yeah. Let's go. Let's roll. He could have robbed it. It could have been a complete setup. I don't know, but it looked cool. Whoever it was. <laughs> right last question from philip do you find certain game modes get a bit repetitive now i'm gonna i'm Seriously. just gonna just gonna launch in with this one a little bit because i know lance and i um we were chatting last night um sorry andy i know you said you were busy um we were chatting last not. night <laughs> <laughs> about um so obviously at the moment what with the whole uh ukraine and russia hostilities and the like it's fiasco it's it's tricky to run an event which is nato versus an op4 team which for the most part let's be honest is effectively russian kit um and you try and think of game modes outside of that you've obviously got the vietnam which is quite specialist loadouts falklands which is sort of quite a specialist loadout um taliban and nato can often be a little bit contentious as well, I mean, probably not as much as obviously Russia versus NATO at the moment, but um, mm. it it does seem that there aren't loads of like innovation within the games. I mean, you've obviously got um, the occasional sort of like post-apocalyptic one um, and the like, but the DEA versus cartel and stuff like that seems to be like the only proper like safe one to do at the moment. I would say that's that's like with modern kit. Um, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, because you don't want to tread on anyone's toes. You don't want to upset anyone. You don't want to show that think that certainly from an organizer's point of view, they don't, they wouldn't want to show that they're being disrespectful to uh, previous things. That, I mean, it's it's odd, yeah, because you do like NATO forces versus the Taliban as as a as a identifier. This is the NATO side. They are the Taliban, yeah. and we're going to be doing different ops and things like that. And obviously, there will be gunfights at the time. I think it would be worse if you actually were actually reenacting or not reenacting, but actually the Milson was based on um I don't know I don't know how to explain it really. Something that had actually happened that was pretty shit, do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, like, like, current certain, like very certain ops or something like that, which was very you could almost identify it to. You know, I get, I get. You got guys that are, that are ex forces that run these events now, and they they pull bits from their past and, and from mm. stories and things like that, and and sort of put them into a cauldron and come out with these wicked events, which is cool. You know what I mean? And that's from their experiences. You know, that's very well, like... to them. I just think it's it, 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 as long as it's respectful, and you're not sort of like. Like I said, you're not actually doing it like black and white, line for line. This is what happened then. This is how we're going to run it now. You know, at the end of the day, there's there's two there's two sides. You know, it's like, you know, there's directors out there making movies about wars and stuff that haven't really got any bearing on that war themselves. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's almost like one of them. You know, they're making a movie to make money off of that conflict. I think it's, it's done. I think if it's done correctly, like you can pretty much. It's not like you're going to reenact or do a a game mode based around Waco, for example. You just wouldn't. No, so, exactly. It's, yeah, it's and you're not going to do something. You're not going to do something where literally you're going to do NATO versus Russia in Ukraine. But having a no. similar sort of, I don't think you can get away from using the the, the Russian camo patterns and things like that. I don't no. think that's an issue personally. Um, but also, but if, sure, you, we if are you start there. if you go to an event and you've got like white Zeds on the Russian Op Four vehicles and stuff, it's a bit that'd be like no no yeah it really but we are there to play we are basically playing war it's essentially we? that is so it it's what you're doing you are going to you, 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 you are part in an event that's like a military exercise yeah, yeah but i think war-esque. i think this is less about um like i don't think i don't think the point is contentious about the actual the actual kind of you know you're playing war but do you find that some of the events are a bit samey perhaps like some of the the it does. It, yeah, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say some of the games are samey. It's the but it, it, it ends up being the same, and it, and it, and it will be when it you'll be NATO versus capture uh, the VIP. You know, you've got to go and defuse a bomb. You've got to organise a meeting between head of A and head of B. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't it, really diverse. It's not going to be like, yeah, go and play a game of cards with the enemy. Like, it's not going to be. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, with, with game modes, Phil. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing like you, you mean like an event style, or do you mean like a game mode, like uh, like a one day or like a skirmish day sort of thing? I don't know. I mean, again, even on skirmish days, there's only so many avenues you can go down with like capture the flag, conquest, and things like that. Do you know what I mean? You know, find the down pilot and get him back to here, or find the intel and put it there and disarm this, like Mike said. Uh, but with like a Milsim event, I, I think a, a good Milsim has got to be very heavily story based, um, with a real good like sort of like a write up for it, like a like so, some some fan, some really like seriously well thought out taskings, um, and it, it all it, it all comes down to the coordination of the of the event staff and also then the players. It's it's all about how you make the event for yourself because there's only so much like Terry from SEO can do. The Defiant guys, you know, Kevin James. Uh, that they can do, you know, Big Mike at Legion. There's only so much that they can do before it's in the hands of the players to make it what they want. That's why, you know, the Gladius Five, I, I always hark back to that as being one of the best events that I've been to at Legion from to the sheer brilliantness, brilliantness, is that a word? Of not only the uh, Blue Four and also the Op Four players. Um, I'd never been up against an up four side like that. They were, it was fantastic. You know what I mean? It was a proper force on force urban event. 
that, that I found, you know, granted that at times they were civvy pop and then obviously they weren't, there were different characters being played by certain sections of the op four teams. But, um, and obviously, and you've got the police as well, uh, doing their thing, you know, mm. not quite sure, weren't quite sure about them and things like that, but yeah. And again, it was the players that made that event what it was, you know, organization mm. from Legion, but I think it gave them a bit of a, not, I don't want to say that Mike and his guys sat back, but because it went so well, you know, there wasn't headaches. I never saw them going out in the field organizing stuff and, and saying, oh, fucks, you know, that, this, this isn't this isn't going right. It just it just went. And whether, whether that was going on, we just didn't see him doing it like a like a duck on water or what it is, you know what I mean? On the surface, it's calm, but underneath it's going crazy. I don't know. But for me, it was um, it was spot on, that, that event. And that, like I said, that, 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 for me, that was down to like the, the, a good structure of the op, um, good briefings from the OCs, and obviously the players' attitudes towards the game. It was really good. See, see, one thing that I'd quite like to see pop up more would be, I know it might be hard for organisers to sort out, would be to have a non-combat element. So you've got, for example, this weekend, you've got DEA, Task Force, and then you've got two cartel groups, but then have a populace mm. that are walking around just there. So they're yeah. not, so they're part of the game, but they're not carrying weapons and we can't tell the difference between a populace and uh, a gang member and things like that. It's that and the gang members can't. Scenario, isn't it? Yeah, I think that would add a yes, whole yeah, new yeah. dynamic to the game. It would, yeah, and that, that sort of like that also brings in sort of like the, the camo pattern sort of thing, doesn't it? I mean, like for me personally, like uh, a cartel member, uh, a civvy, a civilian in a town, and potentially a, like a DEA agent, like unless they got their credentials out their pocket, you shouldn't really be able to mm. tell who was who. No, especially if you're out in a field as a DEA, you, you'd be civvies. The civilians would be in civvies, funny enough, and the cartel would just be cutting about. Yeah in their civvies and the only that... the only clear cut um team that you would be able to identify would be uh jtf or police, or, police, or police or, for example yeah. but then again they can go undercover so you don't know you don't know what at what mm. time and i think that could be something that could be brought in you know special forces actually going into civvies look look seal team you know you see them cutting about in the, the normal get up yeah. again you know it's normally a check shirt and a pair of jeans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is cool it, it looks smart it looks it looks good um but then you know they are dropping out of the mtp stuff and they are going into series stuff mm. a little light chess rig or side you know i mean and that would be cool to see that do you know what i mean just thinking mm. oh this I is think, completely I think for me personally it, it's more about the innovations within a game that make it interesting so for example um you know the, the apoc event we did with the landmines that was I mean, cool they, you know, they were they were basically just doorbell pads that you tread on, and they they make a noise. Um, but that was cool because that added something new to it. Vehicles yeah. always make something a little bit more interesting. Um, hmm. Having an EOD team uh, obviously makes things interesting. Uh, you know, slightly more elaborate medic rules. Having a, a QRF um, with with a vehicle, um, obviously an interesting site makes things a bit different as well. But I think if you it's finding the innovations there, so I, I don't always think that necessarily the games. The games are all ultimately always going to be one side is shooting another side. That's what airsoft is. If you go to an airsoft game for a weekend and you don't fire your gun at anyone, it's going to be a bit pointless. Um, but having like a little bit like with um, Andy saying about the DEA, like there's there's a bit of mental stuff going on as well. Like you've actually got to work something out. It's not just oh yeah, I've just killed all the enemy team. Yeah, I won. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, personally I think, for I me, that's... I'd like to see more games now getting a bit harder, like a harder routine rather than. I mean, I know, I know, like this coming weekend, it's going to be a long op. You know, I mean, it starts Friday night; it's not finishing until Sunday. But we're quite lucky. We're quite lucky that we've got sort of relative hard cover. We can bring crates and cot beds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's been a it's been a few years now since we've done a Milsim at Apocalypse, for example, where it was always. Either you could rock up on the Thursday and take your gear up in a vehicle towards to near your fob and then sort of handball it in, or you turn up on the Friday morning or Saturday morning and you were literally burgling on your back, your main, and off you go. Uh, and it's been a long time since I've done that, so I'd like to get back to that element where you actually patrol into a into the into the AO, uh, you set up your harbour area, you defend it, you put in your proper stag rotations, you know your paths in and out, you know your roaming patrols. I mean, James C would be all over that. Um, I, I can see that being a bit of him, yeah. for, obviously one, from his from his career. Yeah, it, one thing that'd be like, bread and butter to him, easy. Yeah, one thing. Well, that I'd, I'd like love to do that, and I'd love to see a lot of other people do it because I don't. I don't think a lot of the people that go to Milsim events, I don't think they've done many of that sort of event where you actually you actually got your bag on your back and that's all you've got. There's yeah. no going back to your vehicle, something breaks down. There's no bringing in additional stuff on top of stuff and think that you know you've got to really pack smart for it you know that's great that's what me well three of us really have been talking about organizing on a, on a very private scale on a small uh a small number so yeah i, I did one back in my reenactment days and they literally mm-hmm. they gave us a map and we were all dressed up as paratroopers and we were scattered and that was it and they were like this is your objective you've got to meet up with people and that was that was it that was we had to find each other we had to get to find like go form up little groups get to the objective make an fob mm. or uh, as they called it back then uh hq center um yep. and then then you start doing your patrols and stuff that was really good that was good and all your all your kit was brought to you later on like it would have been so that's cool. You get like a supply yeah, like bringing drop. that sort of thing, like airdrops or yeah. supply drops in. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Another element to it. You've been out in the field, but mm. well, you're constantly out in the field, and you will get resupplied at this grid at this yeah. time. Yeah, this is that. That was. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll divulge that. This is that was an element of the event that myself and Mike were talking about a while ago. Was um, each section gets an allotted resupply time when they're out in the field. So if you, so you've got to be smart with your ammo counts, uh, how much ammo you disperse between your section. Obviously, your LMG is going to require a certain amount to maintain its capabilities in the field. So mm-hmm. if that means that a couple of your riflemen or all the, or the rest of the section donating a mag to that LMG, then so be it. But if you have to call in a resupply outside of your window, then you will be docked points. That, we sort of thought about a point system, but not earning points. You'll start off with, say, 100 points. But for your shortfalls and the errors you make throughout the event, you will drop points. So it's whoever's got the it's most like a at percentage the end. complete, isn't it? Like if you don't, yeah, exactly that, that, mate. Yeah. So if you're, if you, if you have to call in a resupply outside of your allotted time at that weekend, you've dropped 10 points. So you drop five points, mm. you know, and things like that. Things like, you know, it's things like medic bandages as well. Like you can <clears> use once you've run out of medic bandages, you've got to call in a resupply and things like that. So. Yeah. You know, can you continue with, on with your tasking with what you've got on you now? If you haven't, you need to make that decision. And then obviously either exfil, which would, which could cost you points, or if it's a sensible decision, or the reason you're exfilling is because you just blapped all your ammo for in no apparent reason whatsoever, but you got into a little contact that you should have bounded out of, you know, engage the enemy. We don't need to win this fight. We don't need to get involved with this. Just rounds and rounds and rounds until you get back out and that's it and you're clear. You're not just stayed there, gone static and just emptied all your mags into a 
potentially two or three guys that are well dug in and you're a full section of eight, 12 guys. You know, it's, it's things like that, you know, being smart with it because you've only got them rounds and you could be, you could waste all them rounds and you've got three hours to wait before you can get a resupply and all you've got in you is, is eight guys with sidearms with like one spare mag each. Your LMG's bone dry now because he's been putting down suppressive fire. Yeah. What you gonna do, boy? Yeah. <laughs> what you right. gonna do? We've now been talking for an hour and forty minutes, so we should probably call it a day. Um, I love Q and A's, though, mate. You just I do chat. like Q and A's, but we, we're doing another one. Um, <laughs> next week we'll have Defiant back on. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Defiant event that we're doing this week. Um, yes. This weekend, so uh, we'll have some Retire. chat about that. There'll be some pictures and stuff going up as well. Um, so if you've got any questions for those guys, come in the chat. No doubt, stories of all three of us being absolute heroes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or falling asleep. Just regarding the events, Ratty suggested time for Space Force, which I thought was brilliant. Yes. Um, uh, Rage said Defiant did Archer last year, which is going to be Taliban versus NATO, and then Afghan went to shit, so they just changed the name of the countries. That is the best way to do these things. Absolutely, Rage. Right. Yeah. yeah, mate. Yes, you're yeah. a bit of respect, mate. Absolutely. Nice, man. Fake names uh, is the future, I think. <clears throat> Padraig says, I prefer Milsons with more roleplay rather than the straight force on force backstory. What you wear is irrelevant. Yep. So, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Ratty suggests you could also have a deck of target cards with the opposing team's pictures on. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I've just captured the yeah, sort of like your HV, you sort of like your HVT thing, sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenny suggested Attack of the Clones. That'd be a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to be the robots? Oh, I can wear my hand solo, Roger, Roger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Mannequin Skywalker. With regards to the, um, the, the dropping people in and then having to obviously rendezvous and stuff like that, it's really realistic because you'll see you'll be scattered around a natural drop zone, so that's quite cool. Mm. Yeah, that, that was the best event I've done for a long time. That was absolutely, awesome. yeah, I was shattered. Uh, it says, thank guys, look forward to seeing you this weekend. See you this absolutely. weekend. Yes, definitely, mate. Uh, and he's my man hero, says Gunnar Ross. Oh, on, Gunner of Ross. course. You're not the only one, Sunshine. Get in line, baby. <laughs> yeah, I've got a fan. <laughs> so if you obviously, if you, want to, if you want to get in touch with the show, you feel free to do so at our email, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. Or you can do it at our novemberfoxtrot.co.uk website. You can also contact us on our Instagrams individually if you want to. Um, please, by all means, show us some pictures of your stuff if you've bought anything <laughs> fancy or exciting. Um, Zip! <laughs> what did we call that segment? Um, show us your bits. Show us your bits. Show us your bits. So, um, so we had no photos, basically. Like or messages. Um, oh, actually, no, we did have pictures. Oh, shit. We had pictures. Oh, show us your bits. Lots. I was oh, even chat. Right. Oh my god, it's on my phone downstairs. I will send we'll them all show next week. week. I do apologise. <laughs> we, we, did, we did receive Sirish bits. No, that's I was fine. quite jealous. Um, feel stuff. free to leave us a review on Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts, anything like that as well. Uh, it's always gratefully received, and we obviously read those out in weird and wonderful accents. Um, I think that's everything. If anyone wants a patch, get in touch. Um, we also have yeah. some potential other merch coming out, Ooh. and the reason I mentioned this. Yeah. So, we haven't we haven't uh, yet found a good provider for said merch. So if you happen to know anyone or could recommend any kind of t-shirt companies to us, t-shirt hoodies, baseball caps, yeah, because um, we actually want to create some um, uh, wearable merch. Put it that way. Um, <coughs> yeah, we'll have some stickers this weekend as well, Rage. Uh, we got that yeah. for this. As long as you don't steal my burger, you can have a sticker. <laughs> yeah. I'll now give you a sticker that if I'll you happily give you. Burger. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one. And uh, yeah, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Cheerio. Ciao. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs>